This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 558 of the Dressage Radio Show, official podcast of the United States Dressage Federation on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, TotalSaddleFit.com, and Surefoot Equine Stability Program. On tonight's show, we will be joined by listener favorites, Wendy Murdoch with a personal message, and Karen Isberg from KPP, along with a great trainer tip with Jen Truitt. This is Reese Koffler Stanfield from Loxahatchee, Florida. And this is Philip Parks from Rockwood, Ontario, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show. Hi, Phil. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. And you? Well, obviously, these are incredibly trying times, and and we're going to try to keep our show upbeat and fun and Obviously, we've we have global pandemic going on, so we just we actually got quite lucky down here. We had a very good final show of the season, which was great. We've we've actually had a very nice Florida season, and it's hard that it's kind of coming into to an end like this. Uh, but we had a great season. Uh, Karen Isberg was reserve champion in our neighbor series. Big Mike, who a lot of people have been following for for a number of years since we got him, uh, was reserve champion fourth level, and he was champion fourth level. For freestyle of our neighborhood show. So that was quite fun. So quite right now, actually, we're stuck in Florida a little bit. We're waiting on our transport. So, you know, I, I don't have enough trailers to get all my horses home. So we are a little stuck, but we're making the best of it. And, uh, you know, if you're going to get stuck, a, a very lovely farm in Florida isn't terrible. So uh, that's mm-hmm. that's where we are. And that's what we're doing. So. Yeah, I, I got a I got a little bit of a personal brag to to come because I just got the information from Equine Canada or Dressage Canada that I was named Athlete of the Year at for <gasps> six year old dressage horses for Canada. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, isn't that nice? Holy smokes, that's a, a little fantastic. bit a little bit of a good news. That's all. Little good news. That's what we're trying to bring to everybody today. Well, Phil, congratulations, everybody! I didn't even know that. So that yeah, is I just, awesome. I, I just I wanted to keep it a little secret. Yeah, he doesn't but, uh, brag very I much. Thank, so. I have to thank the owner of the horse Decimo, Angela Cook, for supporting us. And we just had a really, I, I've talked about it, we had a really wonderful season last season and got to do a lot of fun things. And, and I guess it just culminated in, in this award. So fantastic. Um, doesn't mean we can't, we don't have to work hard so that <laughs> we can be yeah. maybe seven year old champion or, you know, this is what we're working on. So that's right. You know, well, so and, we've had a lot of support I, from people. Yeah. And, it's it, it was it's fantastic. So that's what we're reflecting on and trying to keep our our spirits up about that kind of thing. We are, um, and I'm and I think that's to, a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm continuing to train horses at the moment. I don't know how long that will last. You know, we might might be confined to to our homes pretty soon. So we're just trying to keep our spirits up. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's such a great thing. I've had lots of people call me and ask, and and I just tell them like, really train like horse shows are going to happen and, and continue to keep your spirits up and train. And I think, you know, we're so lucky to be able to go to the barn and see our horses. You know, I think, yeah, it's just unprecedented times, but we are lucky that we are outside and we get to, 
to see our horses. And I feel very, very grateful for that. So keep your chin up, keep, keep training. And we're going to keep bringing you some episodes every week so you can enjoy the idea of training and, and send us questions, a little entertainment as usual from us. And yeah, uh, exactly. uh, (laughs) We're going to keep trying. We've got some good ideas going on with, with, you know, training from a distance. Right. Exactly. what, What, what you're up to innovating. I am I am innovating, and if you have any questions, you can email me at reese at horseradionetwork.com, but I have done some internet lessons, and I've done some career coaching and or just mentorship, which I really, really enjoy doing. It's a new program. I've actually been working on this, but as, you, as we all know, sometimes you have to get creative. So I'm available for that coaching online. Um, you can send me an email, you can get me on Facebook and get us through the dressage radio show. But basically what we do is we're going to set some goals. We're going to look at your horse and your position. We're going to give some position tips, and then we're going to give some tips on riding and maybe some exercises that we can stay in touch like that. So I would love to help you. And again, Reese at horse radio network. I am happy, happy to do that. We're stuck here in Florida for a while, or at least a couple more days. So I have time. So feel free to reach out and those video lessons, everyone gets a lot out of them. And I think we will enjoy and I will enjoy getting to know you as well. So please feel free to, to reach out and our next interview. I think everyone's going to really appreciate. It's a very personal interview from Wendy Murdoch, who is a regular now in the show. Uh, so we really hope you take this interview to heart and, and, and really hear what she's saying. I think it's a really important interview. So we hope you enjoy. Well, we are excited to have Wendy Murdoch of the Murdoch Method. She is on for her monthly spot. And Wendy, we're just happy to have you. We're this is a tough week for everybody, isn't it? Yeah. And and thank you for having me. I think that, you know, your things like your show are so important at this point where people are at home and they want to hear positive news. They want to hear good stuff. Stuff that they love, horses. <laughs> I know, I know. And I think for us, it, it you know, that's the nice part. I, I keep saying, you know, we're, we're fair, kind of stranded here in Florida at the moment. I mean, we are fine. We are on a farm. We are, we have food, like everything is fine, but we're very much, there's a quite a hotbed here. So we are trying to avoid anything, but you know, we do get to ride our horses and, you know, graze our horses and spend a little extra time with them. So that is not a bad thing. I, f- I really feel for people that are stuck in apartments and, and that kind of thing. But you have a, a great, you know, you have a personal story for us that you want to share today for, for this week, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I wanted to share this because I think this may help other people realize that we're going to get through this. In 1984, when I had that accident, when that horse fell on me, he broke my hip socket. And when I was in surgery, they gave me two units of blood. Well, you know, at the time, the AIDS epidemic was starting up and, and that, that was 84 and 87. Things got really hot about that. And, and so for years, I worried about whether or not I had bad blood from the transfusion. So I would get checked and I was fine, but I didn't know about hepatitis C. And so in 2005, after I bought my house, I applied for life insurance. And one October day, Brad picked up the mail and he went into town, was having a cup of coffee and called him up and he said, you got this letter in the mail. And I said, you know, from the, from the life insurance company, I was like, what? And he said, they denied you coverage because you have hepatitis C and your liver enzymes are elevated. And that's how I found Whoa. out. And that was in 2005. And I probably had been carrying it since the early 80s. And so yeah. at the time, hepatitis C was not terribly mainstream. And when you looked it up on the internet, because that's the first thing you do, 
the three things it said was liver cancer, liver transplants, and death. And so I was suddenly faced with having a really life-threatening disease that I'd been having, you know, and I hadn't felt good. I can remember standing in arenas teaching and wondering why I was there and, you know, just feeling tired and depressed sometimes. And it turns out those are really typical symptoms. But, you know, I mean, we're all tired. Yeah. We're horse people, right? Right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, I mean, at first it was, it was really, really shocking. And so in so many ways, when I'm looking at what's happening now with the COVID, it's the same thing. It's the first thing is that the news is so shocking and so threatening and so life-threatening that you could die, that you're stunned and you're shocked and you are, you know, facing this, this possibility and you don't know where to go and where to turn. And of course, if you turn to the internet, basically what you do is scare yourself to death. <laughs> yeah, it's true. absolutely. It's true, right? yeah. it's true. Or watch the news or, or you know, listen to the radio. Like, it's terrifying. It really is. And at the time, the only treatment for hepatitis C was uh, interferon, which is chemotherapy. And so when you looked at the research from interferon, what you saw is that, A, you couldn't work anymore if you were on that medication, on those drugs. B, you could have relapses. And people had had multiple treatments with multiple relapses. And Natalie Cole lost both of her kidneys from that treatment. So the first thing I realized was uh, I couldn't afford not to work. I just couldn't afford not to work. So I couldn't do that treatment. And so, you know, having learned about holistic medicine and recovering from my accident, I turned to an osteopath and I I had actually gone and met this woman out in California because I read her book and I had everything in her book. And I got there and she said, I did, but they never tested me for hepatitis C. And so that was the underlying cause of my health. You know, I'd had all my fillings replaced like in 2002 and I'd done all this stuff because I didn't feel good but nobody checked me for hepatitis C. So I went back to her and, and, you know, so she hooked me up with an an OD and I started working with him and he put me, I was taking 120 pills a day, literally 120 pills a day, vitamin C, vitamin E, selenium, you name it, 120 pills a day. And all that my liver, my enzymes did was not go down and my count, my viral count kept going up. And so, I, I mean, for two years, I couldn't really work I couldn't work full time. I could work, but not full time. But the other thing was I was terrified I was going to give it to someone else because if I had any open wound, I could give it to someone else if they had any kind of open wound. So not only was I living with the disease for myself, but I was living with my disease for everyone I came in contact with. And so I had special kits with me. I had band-aids. I was constantly aware of, you know, if I got a cut, how I would deal with it, making sure I never exposed anyone to that. And believe me, that's, you know, when you go to Africa and you're on safari, that's not so easy either. Wow. um, Yeah, yeah, sure. So 2008, I went on safari. So, so I lived with this till about, I'm trying to remember what year now, 2016 or 2017. And a friend of mine with knowledge of it, I should say, you know, like I'd had it, but with knowledge of it for 12 years. And so a friend of mine was an internal medicine doctor and they had finally come up with drugs and you might've seen the commercials for Harvoni on, on the TV. And in the state of Washington, the, the state sued the insurance companies because what the insurance companies were doing was discriminating against the very healthy and the very sick in terms of giving them treatment. And so I went to University of Virginia to the the hospital there and because my friends said get tested, get checked out 
find out if you can get the drugs. And I went to see the internal medicine doctor there. And so they did a liver scan and they, it was a very new machine. They just got it. And on a scale of, of one to four, I was a zero to one in terms of liver damage, which was fabulous because my Chinese herb lady, which I lived on Chinese herbs for years, she kept me so healthy. But because I was so healthy in the state of Virginia, they wouldn't pay for the treatment. So here I was looking at knowing that there was now a drug specifically for hepatitis C that was not interferon so that I wouldn't have wow. the side effects and I, and I couldn't have it. But my doctor was amazing because when I went for the results of the test, it was right around, right around when we were coming up to the election. So maybe it was 2016. I said to her, yeah, it was 2016. I said to her, what about Obamacare? Because my insurance was coming due and I, I was paying, you know, like prior to Obamacare, I had a pre-existing condition and couldn't get any other health insurance. So I was really glad when Obamacare came in because they didn't discriminate against pre-existing conditions, but I still, I didn't qualify. So I'm still paying out of pocket. But anyway, I, it was coming up for the, for my renewal. And I said to her, what do you think about Obamacare? And she said to me, when you don't have health insurance, let us know and we'll get you the medication. And so long story short, I had to cancel my health insurance. The university got $175,000 worth of drugs delivered to my house over three months for me to take. I had zero side effects and I was completely cured in three months. And so now I don't have hepatitis. And I have a letter that I no longer have a pre-existing condition. But, you know, I mean, so why am I telling this story? Because right now with COVID, we're at the point of when I found out that October day mm -hmm. when Brad read the letter. And we're all in shock because suddenly we realize, A, we have a life-threatening disease in our midst. B, we can't see it. C, we don't know where it is. And we don't know if we're infecting anybody else. And it's exactly where I was. And what I will yeah. tell, I want to tell everyone is we will get through this. Just yeah. as I got through it with my own health, we will get through this. Basically, yeah. having been a scientist, you know, I look at this and I go, 90% of this population is going to get it. But not everybody's going to get sick and some people are going to die. And we're until we have an immunity within the community, we either have to isolate vaccinate when we have a vaccine, which we don't have. So we're looking two years out. That's me, you know, saying I can't do the interferon because that'll kill me. So that's the wait time. Mm -hmm. But we'll also build natural immunity in the community. So some people will get it and they'll get over it and they'll build antibodies. And when we have an antibody test, we'll be able to see who had it and now has antibodies. And the more people that have had it and have antibodies will start to naturally create environments where people won't get sick because there's enough people that have already recovered. But that's going to take time. And right now we're in the panic moment. And so it's really important that people realize we will get through this. I got through it personally. We will get through this. Is everyone going to survive? No. But we're hoping to minimize that. And everything they're asking us to do about washing our hands and flattening the curve is super important to do right now so that we minimize it and don't stress the system so badly. But it's going to take some time. And, you know, like I, Land Rover's been canceled. Every horse show's been canceled. Everything's been canceled. And so what I think is really important is, especially for horse people, we're so lucky. We have yeah. horses. We have cats. Yeah. We have dogs. You know, we have animals we can go and hug and not worry about giving it to them. 
And we typically live in environments where we can go outside. And I have a garden. I have seven-tenths of an acre where I live, and I have a garden. And I can go out and be in nature and be with Mm -hmm. my flowers and listen to the birds sing. And that's going to help recharge us. So I just want everybody to know we're going to get through this. And and it's so much like my own story. And it's just, it's scary. You know, let's admit it. I talked to a guy, I, I was doing a Surefoot workshop this weekend, and I stopped to get a cup of coffee. And this old guy who'd been in this military and like, he, you know, like the secret part of the military, he was so scared. And he was talking about how it was like the Cuban Missile Crisis and, and that sort of thing. And I just, you know, I just tried to reassure him because... He was so scared. And I and I talked to a guy, I'm, I'm looking into refinancing my house because of the interest rates. And I talked to that and he was so scared. And that's the thing is, we everybody needs to like, stay calm and know we're going to get through this. And that's, that's just the, what I want to share with everybody on your, on your yeah. radio program. Yeah. Well, I think thank for us for personally, thank story. you. Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you. that's a very personal story to tell. And, you know, it's yeah. we, we just need to be reassuring each other and, you know, doing and what you can. Together. Yeah, and yeah, working we're, together. We're absolutely. Yeah. Working together, keeping our social distance, you know, but going out and hugging our horses. And yeah. so I've come up with a little slogan, actually. It's keep calm and do surefoot. Because <laughs> yes, I love it. That's um, great, I've got actually. stickers. I've got little stickers. People want stickers. Let me know. I'll put them in the mail. Um, because you know, like one of the things about Surefoot is that I watch the horses calm down and relax, and then I watch all the people within the radius of the horse do the same thing. So if you do have Surefoot pads, go out and stick your or get on them yourself. You know, stick your horse on pads or get on your pads. And I can't wait your, to do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, help you feel better and that's their giant you know energy fields if you will you know when you when they calm down you've seen people they all kind of go oh you know and they get real soft and real peaceful along with their horses like what we love the most is to watch our horse either like quietly munching some grass or standing there quietly kind of dozing off and I you know I mean I just think that's the best (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's true and you know it's funny because here I can tell the horses know something's up you know, they're, mm-hmm. they're a little also on edge, but we went on a nice hack this afternoon. You know, it, it's warm here. It's, it's summer in Florida. So yeah. there feels like summer. And so, you know, it was nice to kind of get out and you know, everyone was a little on edge and then, you know, we got out and, and everyone really enjoyed the ride and the horses did as well. And, yeah. and so I think there's a lot to be said about, you know, try to social distance when you're in the barn getting ready, but, you know, obviously you can ride your horse and be outside. And and I think that you're right to spend a little extra time. You know, none of us are in a hurry right now, which is exactly. really nice. Yeah. That we get to spend time with our horses. So, well, and that's, that's the other thing is suddenly you start to look at what really matters in life. You know, in, in terms of we, we spend so much time doing so many busy things that we think are important. And when you have something like this, it kind of strips away the superfluous, the unnecessary, and you start to get back to what really is important. And for each one of us, that's a little different. Like my mom is passed. I don't have any any older parents, which I'm actually kind of grateful for right now because I she was in a nursing home with dementia and it would have been really, really difficult for me not to be able to go see her and and that sort of thing. But, you know, I think for each of us, we have, it's time to reflect. It's time to kind of figure out, you know, what what is really meaningful and what is it we really want to be doing and, and um, just spend a little time 
with that. Just, you know, I just think that this is an opportunity. While it seems like an absolute horrendous situation, it's also an opportunity to just yeah. spend some quiet time and and really Reflect. get clear. It's, yeah. It's, you know, yeah. reflection. Yeah. 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 And, and I will say, you know, and I'm not sure because we're all in different locations, you know, here, I live in a, in a nice neighborhood, Wendy and Phil have both been here and, and they're nice farms in this neighborhood. And, and in the evening, we're actually recording, it's about seven o'clock. And this is normally a time where people just go and walk and walk their dogs or walk with their families or ride their bikes because it's cooler. And it's actually kind of a nice hour. I've, I've enjoyed the last couple of nights. Obviously you're quite far from the person, but you can, yeah. they're in their car or you, whatever, you know, you can, you can kind of have a little social interaction. It's kind of a nice time to be out because everyone's sort of out right now. And, 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 um, that's nice. And, and I hope that everyone is sort of getting, uh, that opportunity. You see, you know, people in New York that are singing with their neighbors and they've never yeah. seen their neighbors before, you know, and you're like, wow, you know, wow, you don't know your neighbor, you know, that that's crazy to me, but, but it's true. And, and, and again, a time of reflection, I think is, is so important. Yeah, for sure. So there's, you know, the, there's opportunities here for us to kind of reevaluate things and to decide what's really important in our lives and to make a change. And I know that, you know, for some people, it's got to be really frightening. They're worrying about paying their bills and, you know, what, what they're homeschooling their kids and, and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, community and family from a distance, <laughs> yeah. you know, is how do we connect? And, you know, I, the other thing I'm going to start doing and, um, uh, so I'm going to start doing Zoom meetings where if people want to call in and ask me about, you know, how to use Surefoot with their horse or, you know, I'll have, I'm going to start posting them on my Facebook page, but like either educational Zoom meetings or consults or stuff like that, I'm, I'm going to set that up. So, um, you know, in some ways there's great opportunity because we can use the technology to make connections in ways that, you know, maybe before it was there, but we never quite got around to using it. So that's what I'm looking forward to is how can I use technology to help people either, you know, with their riding or with, with Surefoot, with their horse. Um, so stay tuned on that. I'll be set get, you know, right now I'm just trying to like get organized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and um, cause I've been gone a lot. In fact, I, I just was in um, South Carolina and I did a Surefoot workshop on Sunday and Monday and then came home because I was supposed to teach, but of course we canceled and then, um, you know, it was just at that tipping point where it was like, it didn't seem so bad. Suddenly it's bad. So I've came home, but yeah, so it's, you know, I'm going to, I'm really kind of excited about figuring out how to get zoom up and running and do consults for people and stuff like that, where they can video their horse and we can look at it and I can give them some suggestions. So, you know, as, again, it's an opportunity for us to find new ways of doing things. So, you know, Dr. Feldenkrais, I've talked about the Feldenkrais method before, but the, one of the brilliant things about his work was that he would create constraints in order for us to learn new possibilities of movement. And so my example is, if you put a chair in the middle of the room, you could walk around the chair any way you wanted, right? And you wouldn't even pay attention. But then if you put one hand on the back of the chair, the constraint forces you to start to move your body in a different way because you can't lift your hand, and if you put two hands on the chair, now you're constrained even more and you really have to figure out how to use your hips to go around the chair. So constraints actually force, force us, maybe force is a too strong a word, but provide us with the opportunity to, to make changes and learn new possibilities that we wouldn't have done before because 
it was unnecessary or it was just too easy to do it the way we've been doing it. Yeah. And so, you know, again, here's an opportunity where we have constraints that we have to figure out, you know, how do we educate children without them being in a school? How do we communicate with each other? How do we do writing lessons? How, you know, everything. Yeah. And we have the technology. So it's a question of just, you know, Getting learning organized right, <laughs> and learning new ways to do things, which which actually the world will never be the same after this. I was never the same after I found out I had hepatitis C. It colored my entire world. And so the world will never be the same, but there'll be so many things that are good that we can't see right now that are going to come from this. I know it. And so, it's, yeah. No, it's a good point. It's, it's a good a, point, you know, good perspective. Yep. And yeah. and so, you know, I mean, it's opportunity. So, you know, everything's a possibility and we just have to be creative. So, I love it. Well, yeah. Wendy, how can our listeners find you online, find your Zoom meetings and all the things that you're working on? How can they find you? So Facebook is probably the best way right now. Murdoch Method on Facebook or Surefoot Equine on Facebook. My website is murdochmethod.com, but I don't have anything about Zoom meetings up there just yet. I'll be posting that up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I've also got my Instagram account, same thing, Surefoot Equine and Murdoch Method. And oh, by the way, I do want to give you guys a ton of credit. Because last month, I mentioned that I was looking for an administrative assistant. And your show listeners are fabulous because I got five (laughs) people applying for the job. And they were each of them. I just enjoyed every one of them. Very different backgrounds. You know, really um, fun to talk to and to interview. And I was I was getting really close to down to two to hire. And unfortunately right now I've put off hiring cause I'm home and I can do most of it myself right now. But, but sure. I was just so, it was just so exciting to get that feedback from your show. I, you know, so thank you so much. I just, we, we've got great there. listeners. Yeah. You we have great listeners and we love feedback and why everybody's in send Phil and I and Wendy, you know, touch base with us. Cause we're in the same boat and uh, we yeah. love to help in any way we yep. can. And you can email me at Wendy at Wendy Murdoch.com. You know, you can get to me that way. And, but yeah, it was just, I was just so surprised. Cause like, <laughs> I didn't know when the show had gone up and the next thing, bingo emails. <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, well, Wendy, thank you so much for sharing your story. And we can't wait to hear from you next month. Yeah. And I'm not going to see you in Kentucky because they canceled Land Rover. I know. um, That's okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. We will figure it out. It will, we will all, I think that's the the way we go right now is we're going to figure it all out and it's going to be okay. So thank you, Wendy. And uh, we look forward to it. Okay. Till next time. Right after this commercial break, we're going to come back with Karen Isberg. As always, she's got great feeding advice and advice on nutrition. And she also has been working very, very hard here in Florida. And I hope you enjoy her discussion. This Nutrition Minute is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products, the company that simplifies your search for research-proven nutritional supplements at kppusa.com. Did you know that easy keepers and horses on restricted diets are often at risk for vitamin and mineral deficiencies? Most easy keepers are maintained on hay and some get a few handfuls of grain a day. And most of these horses get little to no green grass. Diets that don't include significant levels of green grass or recommended amounts of fortified concentrates just don't supply enough vitamins and minerals. 
Many horse folks don't realize that hay alone, even high quality green hay, is not an adequate source of many vitamins. For example, when grass is cut and dried for hay, the vitamins quickly lose their potency. 70% of the vitamin E found in grass is lost in the first week after it is cut for hay. One way to ensure that your special needs horse is getting all the vitamins and minerals he needs is to add a vitamin and mineral supplement to his diet. A well-balanced supplement will provide the nutrients your horse requires without adding unwanted calories, starches, and sugars. Microphase, made by Kentucky Performance Products, is a vitamin and trace mineral supplement that bridges the gap in your feeding program. With Microphase, your horse receives adequate and balanced vitamin and mineral nutrition without unwanted calories or other ingredients. The minerals in Microphase have been chelated, a process that protects minerals during digestion and increases their absorption in the intestine. Microphase provides vitamins, such as vitamin E, in a natural form so your horse receives optimal results from this supplement. This Nutritional Minute has been brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. You can find all of their terrific products at kppusa.com. Well, tonight we are so happy to have Karen Isberg from Kentucky Performance Products on the show. We are currently snuggling in my little kitchen here in Florida because Karen's cell phone didn't work at her house. (laughs) So Karen, literally welcome to the show, and I'm glad we're sharing earpieces. Thank you, Reese. (laughs) It's very cozy. (laughs) You know, when you're in Florida together, we all sort of live together. We don't actually have the same dwelling, but we're pretty much together for three and a half months. So I think at the end of this, we'll all be like, we love you. We'll see you next week. We're going home. (laughs) (laughs) We're going home. We have a couple more weeks here theoretically. But Karen, we're going to talk about a great product tonight that we actually changed two of my, actually my two personal horses are on this product called Metabolese. Can you tell us about this product? And I can uh, tell you in a little bit how, how I feel. It's oh, going. sure. Well, this product has been around for a long time. The initial research done on it was done in 1995. And it was done with, in, re, in response to uh, the thoroughbred folks having trouble with, with horses that were tying up, particularly fillies. I think they have some issues with. And so they, 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 uh, we, we did some exercise physiology research with these horses. And of course we use a treadmill and we mimic racing and we, we take blood and and all kinds of different measurements and we collect urine and we collect feces and, and we determine, you know, exactly kind of physiologically what's going on with these horses. And it turned out that exercising horses tend to lose more chromium in their urine that they, we showed that B, B vitamins and certain trace minerals really helped these exercising horses, and we developed this product, Metabolese. And the point of the product was to improve the conversion of feedstuffs into energy and to delay the onset of fatigue and to reduce the lactic acid buildup in the muscles that causes the tying up, especially seemed to, to cause it more in fillies on the track. And so this product was born, so it's been around for quite a while. And when Reese came to me and said that she was having some issues with some of her horses who I know are, you know, very well fed. I mean, there's, you know, we know they weren't missing vitamin E. We knew that they weren't missing any of the basics. They were getting everything. And she said, you know, we, we just, I just don't have enough gas in the tank. And, and so I said, well, you need to try this product and see if it helps. 
um, because it does decrease the lactic acid buildup in the muscles, which causes fatigue. And so therefore it increases stamina. And so I think that you found that it, it did its job. Yeah. 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 I, I came to Karen and again, I'm very lucky because Karen is in our barn every day. So I, she's very closely monitoring all our horses and what they eat and how they look. And, you know, we can make adjustments when we travel. So I, I'm very, very lucky. But I said to Karen, I said, ah, just not happy with, with what's going on. So she said, Hey, you know, let's, let's try this. And those particular horses are, are working quite hard. Mm-hmm. And um, one, we know he doesn't like the, the muscle soreness feeling for sure. Uh, he never has, and he does really well with body work. Uh, but it was one of the things that I said, and, and, and this product has come out for us. And I can tell you, we, we feed it to him at night check. My two horses get it at night check. One horse was, he's growing big and just growing a lot, but also we were really upping his workload and this made a huge difference. And then the other horse, we knew he had some muscle he doesn't like muscle soreness, which I understand because when I go to the gym, I don't like it either. And she said, Hey, let's put him on this product. And I will tell you, it has, we did it what, right before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. About like, a month before you came down here. Yeah. So we pretty much knew when we put him on it and then knowing, you know, right, right early December, the horses get a little break and then they come here and, and then they really start working. So we knew, and and I can tell you, it's made a huge difference in both my horses. And I would highly recommend it to anyone that's kind of has that feeling of, gosh, my horse just isn't happy or doesn't have a lot of gas in the tank. So Karen, how do you get this product, right? Because you can't just, it has to come through. No, it has to go through the veterinarian. Um, it, it has five milligrams of chromium in it, which is one of the things that, that really makes it do its job. And it also has a lot of B vitamins in it, which also help with energy conversion. And it, and it's got some chelated trace minerals, the minerals that you would find that that will increase energy conversion. So the whole product is made to, to just ease those metabolic pathways and allow the horse to convert that energy just easier and reduce the lactic acid buildup. So you can find it, you can get it through your veterinarian, they can get it from their vet suppliers, or you can go online. It's readily available online. FarmVet SmartPack has it. You don't need a prescription for it. Um, we just happened to sell it through veterinarians only because when we released the product all those years ago, it was used mostly for tying up and that we've left it in that particular supply chain. So, so is this it, also, also available in Canada and, uh, and other places as well through the same channel? I think it just depends on whether or not the supplier will ship to Canada. Okay. So you would have to you would have to check that out and see if they can or not. So, but I I don't think we have a we don't have a supplier for this particular product like we do our other products in Canada. So okay. you would just have to see if you can get it shipped. Yeah, no, it it really has been a very helpful product, and and the two horses we put it on, they look fantastic, and mm-hmm. has really helped them. I was really, I you know, I I I trust Karen, so I, I just said, hey, whatever whatever you think, let's let's do this, and and it's been a fantastic product for those particular yeah. boys for different reasons. They had different mm-hmm. different issues, but but the research did show us that exercising horses will lose more chromium than than horses that are just sitting around. So that is that is a, a nutrient that if a horse is working really hard, that you may find that you need to supplement. And the vitamin E, right? The vitamin E is the, also critical. The, the B vitamins, yeah. The, the, e, the vitamin E, this does not have vitamin E in it, but definitely um, all of Reese's horses are on, on the vitamin E because that is, for horses that are not grazing 24-7 and horses that are working hard, they really need to have that vitamin E supplemented because they're not getting it anyplace else in their diet. And that's imperative for muscle health and nerve health. 
Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. And and here in Florida, right, it's green, but our grass, we don't have any really grass, right? Well, they're not getting enough of it for how hard they're working. I mean, for a horse, to, a maintenance dose of vitamin E for a horse that is just standing around the field, they have to graze for almost 17 hours on good grass. And none of these horses are doing that. And even if they were, you're working them so much harder that they need they need to have that vitamin E supplemented. So, but this is this goes along this this product just fits really well. It it fits in with the vitamin E. And it just really helps the muscle through that conversion of feedstuffs. So through the decrease in lactic acid, because they're, you've just, you've freed up those pathways so that they're really converting that energy well. And so they, it just, it just staves off the fatigue. It reduces the lactic acid buildup and delays it almost. So this is when Karen gets way too sciencey for me. And this is why <laughs> she's amazing because she can tell you all the science and why, but I can tell you it's been very, very helpful for our boys as they've been on it. Well, Karen, we can't thank you enough for coming on the show. If if people have questions about this product or any of the other products from uh, Kentucky performance products, how do they find you online? Well, they can go on our Facebook page and you can always send me, you can either ask your question on the page or you can send me a private message. I get lots of private messages from Facebook online and I'm, I'm kind of on Facebook most of the time. So that you'll get me if you go there. You can send a message to info at kppusa.com and that will go into our to our main office. And then depending on what the question is, it'll be directed to the specialist that's that can best answer it. And then you can also call us. We're open from eight to five Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, and that's 859-873-2974. And you can go to our website, kppusa.com. We have lots and lots of articles and stuff up there. So if you have a question, you can start there and maybe you'll find the answer there and you won't have to call us or you can just, you'll have more questions after you read it and then you can call us. (laughs) Karen, super easy to chat with and nice. So, well, thank you so much, Karen. And uh, we look forward to hearing our next segment next month. Okay. It's good to talk to you, Reese. Well, it's good to sit next to you. (laughs) We're snuggling. Well, Phil, as always, you know how much we love the Stability Stirrup Leathers from Total Saddle Fit. They have been really on, on several of my riders. You know, I've, I've loaned them to, to them and they've tested them and they really have liked the new slim version of the Stability Stirrup Leathers. Been very, very helpful for my ladies with that, that are tiny. They have really enjoyed it and they've not like not having the buckle under their thigh. I actually personally like the original Stability Stirrup Leathers. How about you, Phil? Have you um, figured out which one you like better? I'm a traditional guy. You know that. I yeah, don't even I like know. Phil and I are very traditional in colors of things or anything like that. And so, <laughs> don't uh, get them started yeah, on bling, se- ladies. Several several pairs of the stirrup leathers on the saddles. I really enjoy riding with them. They've they've helped. They they certainly yeah, have they helped. And now I really notice when I go to a saddle that doesn't have yes. This leathers on. I'm like, oh, why is it uncomfortable? Well, you need to get these. You know, yeah, you, you I'm the same way. <laughs> you need to go online, and you know what? While we're all sort of self isolating, uh, a really fun thing to do is do some online shopping. So yeah, I think everybody <laughs> can at least check out all the products at totalsaddlefit.com. Um, you know, send some questions over there to Justin. The, the email address is care at totalsaddlefit.com. I'm sure he's happy to answer all the questions and to get some orders and, you know, help everybody out when they're riding and their position and their comfort. Uh, it's a great company and they're great products and we love having them as, as being part of the show. Absolutely. Well, we hope you enjoy our total saddle fit tip of the week with Jen Truitt. 
This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Well, for this week's Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week, we have Jen Truitt on from Dancing Horse Farm in Ohio. She is a USDF bronze, silver, and gold medalist and FEI rider and trainer. Jen, welcome back to the show. Hi, Reese. Thanks so much. I appreciate you having me on tonight. Well, you have a great Total Saddle Fit Tip of the Week for us. What do you have? So my tip is just based on my experience with horses as a trainer, just like you, people bring me horses that there's just something not quite right. You know, the horse just is maybe struggling to do something like a a good walk to canter, canter walk transition, or like a shoulder in or a leg yield, and maybe gets a little grumpy or isn't really reaching into the contact equally. There's just something not quite right. Maybe it's a new issue or it could be a longstanding issue. And so, you know, they, people usually expect me just to help them through that on the ground or get on and, and help them figure it out or help the horse figure it out. But what I always do is I, I have a really holistic approach to training horses. I always want to know that number one, their equipment fits. And number two, that their body is comfortable. You know, so when you see a horse that's maybe making an ugly face, I call it an ugly face, but like when they roll their eyes back and they pin their ears or snarl or anything like that, maybe they kick out, they're not comfortable. So I want to explore what is making them uncomfortable. It, It may not necessarily have anything to do with training. So in my clinics, I often will take all the equipment off, take the saddle off, the saddle pad, I'll palpate the back. Um, a lot of times horses are sore under where the saddle's fitting or sitting because potentially the saddle isn't fitting or they've just been working hard. So if you just press your fingers in and you try to indent the back, the, the longissimus dorsi muscle, so that's the big, thick muscle that's on each side of the spine, you want to be able to push in maybe a half an inch or so, and it should feel spon- spongy and soft. And you want to push in all the way down the length of the back and over the loin and all the way down the sides of the croup as well. And it should just feel soft. But a lot of times you'll feel that the muscle is actually quite hard, sometimes even feels like a board. So that's muscle that is being held tightly and is uncomfortable. So that's an indication that there's pain somewhere and you have to kind of figure out where's the pain coming from. So a lot of times back pain can come from hocks or stifles or ankles. There's you know all different reasons why a back could be painful. But if it's a horse with a saddle that potentially doesn't fit well, it could also just be coming from the saddle. So anytime you see a horse drop down away from the pressure that you put, with your hands on their muscle, you know that that's a painful area and they're just trying to avoid it when they drop down from underneath your fingers. So the best thing to do at that point, if you see that, is to have an expert come in and help. So your veterinarian, a good massage therapist, a chiropractor, acupuncturist, those are the kind of people that would be able to help get those muscles to be healthy, buoyant tissue again. And then if you if you can think that your saddle is not fitting, you can easily test that by just putting the saddle on and no pad and then just running your hand underneath the panel of the saddle. So it's like the pillow part of the saddle on each side of the spine. And it should make equal contact from the front to the back. If there's a place where it's heavier or lighter, even not touching the back, 
then you have a saddle fit issue. And that's just a really basic overview of what you want to see in proper saddle fit. And I know you guys talk a lot about having really good girth fit that's shaped in an anatomical girth for the horse. You also have to consider, too, the bridle and bit. And I know since you guys have the show sponsored by Herm Springer, everybody should be pretty well educated on having the importance of proper bit fitting. But you also have to consider the bridle, too. So some horses have really big ear bulbs and other horses have rather small ear bulbs. Some horses have poles that are kind of pointy and others are really flat. So not it's not necessarily the case that you could just put any old bridle on each horse and have them be perfectly happy and comfortable in them. So you have to look and make sure that the back of the ear has plenty of room. And if you get a bridle that is a rather old bridle, the old style has the cabison strap going underneath the crown piece. So then all of the pressure is applied over a very small area and that actually will push in behind the ears and become quite painful on the pole. So the best thing if you have one of those older bridles that has a separate cavison strap is to just slide it over top of the crown piece. Even better than that would be to get an ergonomically shaped crown piece that actually looks like a total saddle fit girth and has a wide area in the middle across the pole that is padded. That type of bridle fits many horses and is much more comfortable than that older style that's just two straps of leather. And there are a lot of other things that you can consider in bridle fit and how cavisons fit. And there's many different types of cavisons now. Now that we know so much more about the biomechanics of how the horse's head and their backs work, our equipment has come a long way, even just in the last five years. Yeah. So that's my my tip is to, I love it. to uh, yeah. evaluate that. I think it's fantastic. And I think it's so true. I mean, in the last five years, so much more information has come out a lot the tack is different now, different leathers, mm-hmm. different shapes, different sizes. Uh, and it's really worth kind of talking to someone or educating yourself about it because there's a lot of things that you can do. And like you said, when horses are fussy, typically horses aren't fussy. Not, I mean, again, as yeah, trainers, on their own. yeah, they're not normally fussy. So you have to figure out what it is. And like you said, you've mentioned a, a lot and there's so many professionals now that are out there and so much information that's out there that it's really easy to, you can find it yeah. and it's important. And then also, like you said, your veterinarian and your healthcare professionals, those are the two areas that I look at when I see a horse that's mm-hmm. fussy, you know, you know, I always make sure the horse is sound and he has teeth done. And, you know, if I can get them some body work done, that's fantastic. So that's one avenue for sure. And then uh, the tack in, in bit fitting, I think is, is so very important. So it's very, it's complicated, but if you kind of have a way of, of going about it or your trainer can see it and, and help you, uh, it's always a good way to do it. And Jen, if anybody has any extra questions, how can they reach you online? They can find me on my website. That's www.mydhf.com. DHF stands for Dancing Horse Farm. Also, my email address is jen, J-E-N, at mydhf.com. And I'm on Facebook, Jennifer Sappington Truitt. And my farm has its own Facebook page. That's Dancing Horse Farm. Fantastic. Well, Jen, thanks so much for coming on the show. And we look forward to next time. Thank you for inviting me. It was great talking with you. Well, as always, everybody, we have a great network here at the Horse Radio Network and the Dressage Radio Show. Check us out on Facebook. Send us some shout outs. Send us some pictures of your horses. You know, this yeah, is a great if way. You're, if you're bored, just, just let yeah. us know because we're doing a lot of <laughs> 
a lot more sitting around at home as well. So we yeah, can probably we, get, get to uh, like these it. emails and all this stuff. <laughs> and we can get some tips on. We really want to be here to help you guys and in, in a good place to hang out. And we love our community and we want to keep keep that up. So please send us some shout outs. If you want to um, ask me about some internet coaching and goal setting and, and keeping a good spirit, again, you can reach me at resethorseradionetwork.com. Uh, and uh, keep your chin up, everybody. We're here and we're also doing the same. So as always, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on our website, dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is maplecrestfarmky.com and my email is reese at horseradionetwork.com. I think the best way to find me is through Facebook or my email is philip at horseradionetwork.com. I'd like to thank our sponsors for allowing us to put on a show. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Everybody, keep your heels down, your shoulders back, and your chin up. We will talk to you next week, and if you need anything, we are here for you.